Welcome to Behind the Headlines, the weekly SilicogaNews.com podcast, where we take you behind the stories we tell and report here at SilicogaNews.com. I'm your host, Michael Brandon. On this episode, we are going to the Flag Mountain Fire Tower. It has been nearly 20 years since it was open to the public, and now it has been reopened. The grand opening celebration with Governor Kay Ivey on hand, and as well as Rick Oates, the state forester, giving the opening remarks. You will see and hear about the improvements and also a special tribute to releasing some new wildlife into our world. Coming up next on Behind the Headlines. People tell our tellers, lenders and representatives, they see us at events happening in your community all the time. There's a reason for that. With more than 450 volunteer hours every year, our team is dedicated to knowing you and what matters most. Heritage South Credit Union is your community credit union. Find out why more and more people are becoming members at myhscu.com. Heritage South Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA, an equal housing lender. not familiar as mentioned we are Alabama's oldest and largest uh, wildlife rehabilitation center and you can come and visit us seven days a week from nine to five for free inside of Oak Mountain State Park and our goal is to get those birds happy and healthy and back out into the wild but we do have feathered friends that live with us at the wildlife center and that includes these two owls here they are both adult but you can see that um, very drastic difference in size we have our largest owl species you would find in Alabama a great horned owl and our smallest, an eastern screech owl. And they're both serving the same purpose. When the sun goes down and the moon comes up, we need somebody to take care of all of those pests, those mice, those voles and shrews. And if you're brave enough, during the middle of the day, a great horned owl will come out and get a snake or a frog as well. And we're lucky to have them around. This is a great place that they both would call home. These are abundant species in Alabama. We have a lot of great natural resources around and um, are lucky to uh, have such wonderful creatures calling uh, Alabama um, their home. Both of them live here year-round, and sometimes you have to listen for an owl instead of getting a chance to see one. This is a hoot owl. Hoo, hoo, hoo. And this is one that makes more of a whinny, kind of like a tiny horse. Woo! Keep an ear out for both of them because they are around here and um, this is a, an amazing place for them to get to call home. Now, we don't keep a bird unless they have a reason to live with us and both of these do. And I'm gonna pass that along to Chris and Ashton to tell you their stories. He is still wild at heart and he's learning. He's about two years old. So this is Dr. Jenkins. He's a two-year-old great horned owl, as, as Andrew mentioned. Um, so his story is he came to the Wildlife Center at a very early age as a baby, and he developed um, some head trauma. And so unfortunately, whenever birds are, are living in nests, sometimes they fall out and tend to get injured that way. And so without us, um, as Alabama's oldest and largest um, wildlife rehabilitator, this bird probably would have not made it due to nature being nature. And so, um, he lives a wonderful life of um, shade and a nice enclosure, getting fed all the time, um, every day, not having to deal with predators, 
um, and other um, dangerous things in the wildlife. So um, we are so happy that he's here um, and um, we will pass it off to Ashton to talk about Okay, so this little girl, um, she came to our center because unfortunately she hit a car, which is actually the number one cause of injury for our raptors. So she hit a car and got an injury on her left wing, which unfortunately means that she would not survive in the wild. So we're not sure how old she is. She came to us as an adult, um, but after some TLC, she is now living with us. So you guys got to meet two owls. You got to meet the smallest and the largest. You got to learn about their stories. How our biggest one there, the great horned owl, hit his head as a baby and has a permanent head tilt that would see the world a little bit sideways. You're not gonna be able to chase down your food. Same with our Eastern Screech Owl, but because of a vehicle collision, she's not able to chase down her food. She doesn't have fully sustained perfect flight. This bird here, a red-shouldered hawk, which are common and abundant in Alabama, and by now you know what they sound like, so you can keep an ear out for them. This guy unfortunately flew into a window. And in Alabama, and really across the United States, we have a number of big problems, but for our birds, it's kind of three. Window collisions, vehicle collisions, and cat attacks. Cat attacks for all the small ones that we didn't bring today, the cardinals and the blue jays and the robins. And so with this guy only having about 60% of the vision that he needs, he wouldn't be able to chase down his prey as well. He loves all the things we've mentioned before, the frogs and the mice, like snakes as well. But he will also climb out into water and actually catch fish and crayfish with those sharp talons. So he's a fisherman hawk. He's a very impressive one. We're lucky to have them around. They are abundant in Alabama, but they are not our most abundant. Our most abundant hawk is called a red-tailed hawk. They get that name because of their trademark red tail. He, on the other hand, has that nice black and white tail. It's a good indicator for both of the species. But red-tailed hawks are the ones that you see most often. They're the ones that don't mind hanging out on a power line near your house or an open field, um, a road's edge. And so we're lucky to have them around because they're the biggest, and so they're taking care of those largest pests. If he likes a medium-sized mouse, a red-tailed hawk loves a big rat. And this is an amazing place for a red-tailed hawk to call home. And as we talked about at the beginning, we don't like to keep birds if we uh, have the option. We want to release them back into the wild. And today's a very special day because we are getting to release a red-tailed hawk for all of you guys. So as soon as we get this red-shouldered hawk, who again, we call him Rocket. As soon as we get Rocket put up, we'll get out our red-tailed hawk. We're actually gonna use this nice landscape we have back here to the right to send the bird off. And so if anybody's over there wants to get a good view, you can come forward a little bit, but do please leave us a little bit of space so that the bird has a clear exit from us and back out into nature where it wants to be. People tell our tellers, lenders and representatives, they see us at events happening in your community all the time. There's a reason for that. With more than 450 volunteer hours every year, our team is dedicated to knowing you and what matters most. Heritage South Credit Union is your community credit union. Find out why more and more people are becoming members at myhscu.com. 
Heritage South Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA, an equal housing lender. that a lot has been done here at the tower and on the approach trail and if you go down to the cabins below us you can see the work going on there this is I want to tell you all this is only the beginning of what we have planned for Flag Mountain we're working with the governor's office and the legislature to secure funding to bring water up to the cabins and the mountains up mountain up here so that we can uh, make it a lot more enjoyable for folks that, that want to come up here we've we tried drilling some wells unsuccessfully and haven't been able to get the amount of water we need. So we're working to uh, actually get city water up here on the mountain. And uh, hopefully we're getting one, one step closer to that each day. Once we get the water, we've got the funds secured to um, fund the construction of a new bathhouse down by the cabins. It'll make the uh, visit to Flag Mountain a whole lot more inviting to many people. We look forward to that. Uh, we also hope to build a new office down at the base of the mountain um, where we'll also include a welcome center for Flag Mountain so that when you come up the mountain you can stop in there and learn a little bit more about Flag Mountain and the history of this, this unique site. So we look forward to doing that. Um, we're working with the University of Alabama to get this place listed on the National, Historical, National Register of Historical Places which will uh, bring us the ability to get a lot more funding and secure some grants for this, this place. So we're looking at doing that. Um, we're also working with the governor's staff, the legislature, our congressional delegation, and others to make uh, improvements to the Penhody Trail. It's an important part of this part of Alabama, and it's, it connects the, it's a thread that connects parts of our beautiful state from up here up to the state line in Georgia. And, we're working with a lot of different folks to uh, improve the Pinhody Trail, and we're excited to, to work on that. So stay tuned to see what happens up here at Flag Mountain and on the Pinhody Trail. We've got a lot going on. Now it is, uh, it is my privilege to introduce our keynote speaker. We're privileged to have with us today Governor Kay Ivey. It, as is abundantly clear through her service to this state, she takes great pride and loves Alabama. She's worked tirelessly throughout her life to make Alabama a better place. Growing up on a small farm in Camden and Wilcox County and working on her father's farm taught the future governor the value of hard work. Her parents instilled in her the values of faith, family, and community, which have helped her succeed in all of her endeavors and continue to help her as she guides the state. Her support of conservation programs and protecting our natural resources flow naturally from the values she learned growing up on the farm. Today, Governor Ivey is a strong proponent of managing our forests in order that they will continue to provide the environmental and economic benefits which sustain the state. Clean air, clean water, and job growth all originate in our forests. Governor, speaking on behalf of the people gathered here today, we greatly appreciate your commitment to and love for Alabama and our abundant natural resources. Taking the time to come here to the middle of Coosa County on this hot day demonstrates your commitment to these values. Now, Governor, we know that you are a high stepper. And as you can see, we've got some high steps behind us in this tower, tower that people are eager to climb. 
So uh, we thank you for your part in making this happen. Y'all please join me in welcoming Governor Kay Ivey to the podium. Thank you, Governor. We really appreciate it. everyone. Rick, you know the gospel truth. There's no step too high for a high stepper. <laughs> Y'all, it's a real pleasure to be here in Coosa County today to officially reopen the Flag Mountain Tower. This tower was originally built by the Civilian Conservation Corps in the 30s. In a way, it serves even more of a purpose than a fixture where our families and business can climb and look out. It looks, it connects us with our past. And the tower is a symbol of Alabama's history, of rich natural resources and her strength. From being used as a fire lookout tower in the early years to not being used at all to welcoming home Flag Mountain's own Sonny after he became the oldest person to hike the Appalachian, this tower has seen times from the Great Depression all the way through today. And that brings us up to the day where we have the opportunity to officially open, reopen the tower for Alabamians and business to see and use. As your governor, I've been proud to support projects like this, our state parks, our forests, and all of our beautiful outdoor spaces. Here in this state, we are very proud of the abundance of natural resources. And after all, we are Alabama the beautiful for a reason. It's our duty as Alabamians to ensure that we remain Alabama the beautiful for generations to come, which is why I'm so proud to be here today doing what we're doing. This project will not only serve Alabama families today and tomorrow, it also serves as a tribute to the men who built it almost 100 years ago. This state, forest, and flag mountain is one of the many examples of the beauty and exciting outdoor recreational opportunities that our natural resources provide people across the state and around the world. Now more than ever, people want to get outside and go outdoors. They want to ha uh, hike camp, hunt, and explore. The Pinhoti Trail we're here on is one of Alabama's great treasures, and we must continue taking care of it. The Pinhoti Trail connects rural communities in Alabama from here at Flag to the Alabama-Georgia state line. In fact, the Pinhoti Trail connects all the way to the nationally recognized Appalachian Trail and therefore serves as an extension of that famous trail. But in any event, we should make the Penhody as welcoming and as user-friendly as possible to visitors and hikers. It invites people of all ages, backgrounds, and experience levels to take advantage of the unique beauty that is the state of Alabama. Most of the land in the Penhody Trail is owned by the Alabama Forestry Commission the Alabama Department of Conservation and Natural Resources, and the U.S. Forest Service. But currently, there is no one body 
that oversees the Penhody, and no one body is empowered to make decisions about the maintenance and preservation and the future of the trail. So today, I'd like to challenge the leaders of these three agencies to develop a proposed framework to manage this special resource called the Penhody Trail and continue involving all groups that build, maintain, fund, and love this trail. Y'all come back to me with recommendations on how to develop a body that preserves and improves the Penhody, and I'll work with you to establish that authority. Again, let's be sure that we remain Alabama the beautiful. It's truly been a joy to be here today. Now, Rick, come on and join me. Let's open these gates. <laughs> and officially open the Flag Mountain Tower. People tell our tellers, lenders and representatives, they see us at events happening in your community all the time. There's a reason for that. With more than 450 volunteer hours every year, our team is dedicated to knowing you and what matters most. Heritage South Credit Union is your community credit union. Find out why more and more people are becoming members at myhscu.com. Heritage South Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA, an equal housing lender. that may be. If you're listening to this as a podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or iHeartRadio, be sure to give us a five-star rating and share with your friends. If you are listening to this and watching on SilicogaNews.com or on Facebook, be sure to share it as well. That'll do it for this week's episode. We'll see you next week.